Welcome to Chronosphere Fiction. This is your pilot, Daniel French. You're about to hear episode two of Corporate Punishment, written by Stephen Chisholm, The Interview. Once again, you're a fly on the wall in a beautifully decorated office, and our corporate overseer sits in his glass recording booth. Willie's really weary. Willie's really weary. La ra, la ra. A skunk sat on a stump and thunk the stump stunk, but the stump thought the skunk stunk. Ed had edited it. Ed had edited did. What did, are you doing? Cripes, secretary. How long have you been standing there? I have cells on the phone. They say they're out of Italians. Like. They're out of all the ingredients for the spicy Italian? No, both their Italian sandwich makers called out. I guess they're the only ones who can make the spicy Italian. That doesn't make... Well, I suppose that it does make sense, actually. Anyway, I I'm not that hungry. Okay, that works since they just hung up on me. So, what's with all the tongue twisters? Just preparing for subject 2496G's recording. Okay. Wait. Where are you going? You need something? I thought you were going to sit with me this session. You said 11. I got a few minutes, don't I? Let's just start now. The subject's been sweating it out in the office's parking lot for the last 30 minutes. All right. I suppose I can get Bethany those expense reports later. Yeah, that's the spirit. So this is for her interview, right? What exactly is she interviewing for? I don't have the proper clearance to administer that information. Something tells me you've rehearsed that line many times before. But what's the point of the secrecy if I'm going to find out anyway? Mm, I was told I wasn't permitted to divulge the information. I'm fairly certain this is considered divulging the in for... You know what? Never mind. I'm just thankful for the opportunity to sit in on a real-life Truman show. Harry Truman had a show? Figured he wouldn't have the time for a show. With all those wars... In any case, I was never specifically told that I couldn't show you what's going on. If anyone notices, I'll just tell them you're interested in being cross-changed. It shows you have aspiration. You really think I can take over your position one day? Of course not. That's just something I'll tell people to keep us both out of trouble. <sighs> anyway, it's about time. <clears throat> Subject number 2496G, Connie Bozeman. Date, Thursday, October 4th. Time, 10.54 a.m. Location, Principal Zone Alpha. Parking lot spot 23. Why is the parking lot empty? And why did she park so far from the building? Ah, that's something I used to do myself. Arrive blasphemously early for a job interview and park far enough away so no prying eyes could judge me on my time management skills. Did the same thing when I interviewed here. Waited in my car, breathing into a paper bag. I must have looked suspicious, because a team of armed men came and ordered me inside 15 minutes before my interview. Still laced the Q&A portion, though. Oh, here she goes, leaving her car now. <laughs> Okay, okay, Connie. Just breathe. Let's see. 
resume, list of references, letter of recommendation from high school, gym teacher, check, check, check. Cell phone, off. Fly, up. Whew. Okay, let's do this. Good morning. Uh, may I help you? Oh, hi. Yes, I'm here for an interview. Oh, uh, of course. You must be Connie Bozeman. Look at you, so prompt. I saw your name on my agenda and knew from your name alone that we'd be dealing with someone special. And my, look at that ensemble. Formal yet chic. Wonderful first impression. I'll be sure to pass that along to the hiring manager, Timothy. I'm beginning to see a trend with these agents. I'm assuming acting classes aren't in the company budget. Oh, secretary. Not everyone could be Coco Chanel. Coco, sh she's not even an actor. Hush now, secretary. The interview is about to start. By the way, how long has this building been here? I've never been out this way, but it seems a bit odd to have a hundred-story skyscraper smack dab in the middle of the desert. Oh, yes. No neighbors and no noise. You can set off a stick of dynamite. No one would hear it. It's certainly prime real estate, isn't it? Well, I suppose there'll never be a shortage of parking. Now you get it. Speaking of which, how come I didn't see any cars outside? Oh, because mm, there's an underground parking lot. Or garage? Of course. <sighs> Say, how about we get you situated in this room over here, Miss Bozeman? You can have a seat, and Timothy will be right with you. Uh, okay. Thanks. Oh, can I get you anything in the meantime? Water or coffee, perhaps? Maybe a salty watermelon Pepsi? No, no thank you. Well, I'll be right outside should you need anything. <laughs> Uh, hello there. Fucking what? Where? Oh, uh, whoops. Uh, didn't intend to startle you. Uh, the name's Timothy, but you can call me Mothy. I, I'm so sorry. I'm Connie. Connie Bozeman. Were, were you hiding in that fern? Tending to the fern. Yes, things tend to die quickly around here, so it's important to always be on guard. Well, I did work in the gardening section of Rackmart one summer when the department supervisor came down with typhoid fever after drinking from the watering cans, I can help out with keeping the office plants alive. Oh, no, 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 no. We have a saying around here, ferns are for interns. From what I gathered from our recruiter, Stu, we have much to gain from your work ethic. What was it he called you? Ah, uh, a master salesman, a silver-tongued rhetorician, and um, the descartes of Rackmart. He derived all that from our 30-second encounter? We hire only the most perceptive of minds. Sounds like a sound business practice. What your colleague failed to mention, what it is you actually do here. He handed me a directive, but all that was listed on the paper was the company name and address. Believe me, I tried to conduct some research before coming here, but the only thing that popped up under a web search for Severance Incorporated was a video of a large 50-year-old boy hacking through ink cartridges with a sword. 
I mean, I'm glad I took the risk to drive out here now that I can see this is a legitimate company, but I was hoping that I could learn a bit more about what goes on here. Certainly, certainly. In short, we're a charity organization. We sacrifice our entire being for the good of the public. We suspend disaster directed from the powers beyond our borders. In a nutshell, we're in the business of redemption and conservation. So, like, you deal with international relations? Kind of more like interplaner. Oh, so international flights. What, you handle scheduling, route planning? I'm not too familiar with air traffic, I'm afraid. This job requires more of a hands-on approach. You seem like a fast learner, so I'm not too concerned about your progress. But as we toss you to the wolves, so to speak, you will learn to become a hunter, just like the rest of the pack. Okay, well, I suppose I do adapt quicker with hands-on learning. But here, I brought along a copy of my resume. Hmm, what a remarkable resume. Is that glossy paper? Ooh, edge is so sharp I nearly sliced my finger. Incredible work indeed. And I can practically... I can smell the spruce. Any comments on what's on the page? HP LaserJet 26A Black Ink? Either Rackmart has some amazing employee discounts. Or you're one well-heeled Wendy. No questions about my past experience. Oh, yes, experience. Let's see here. 3.4 GPA from Paragon University. Impressive. Oh, a barista at Starbucks. I was unaware they served booze. Ah, you played the organ for a local parish. Very cool. I was never a musician myself, but I was an altar boy well into my 30s. And what's this? Oh, <laughs> it says here you as are. Uh, you were once a kendo instructor. Is, is that like some form of martial arts? Oh, yeah, but with swords. Is that a problem? A uh, problem? No, of course not. How experienced would you say you are? Well, I was only an instructor for two years. Never really a sensei, though, as I only made it to third dawn, or the intermediate phase as you'd probably know it. I sometimes twirl the old practice sword about when I visit my folks for the holidays. Not as experienced as I once was, but I can still rile the neighborhood kids into a frenzy. Is that so? Do you mind if I... I'm going to leave you for a moment. I'll be right back. I'm sorry? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's the problem? Why is Tim Mothy acting so strange? Unfortunately, there seems to have been a slight oversight on our friend Stu. Stu fucked up? You're telling me the Humphrey Bogart of espionage messed up on his assignment? You don't say. Great so. But if he missed something, there's slim chance anyone else would have caught on to the mistake. Okay, but what's the mistake? What's the harm in teaching a few toddlers how to handle a kitchen knife? It's never wise to recruit a subject with combat training. Afraid she's going to kill Bill her way up the corporate ladder with a paper trimmer? Unfortunately, there's little area for application of ancient Japanese combat training in an office environment. I don't want to spoil anything for you. But 
Let's just say our agency has a comprehensive set of safety regulations. And compromising these guidelines could have an apocalyptic outcome. Right. Well, is there any chance this apocalypse can happen before my 3.30 with Jan and accounts payable? This isn't a joke, Secretary. Despite Stu's brilliance, such a meager mistake could have serious consequences. Wait, here. It looks like Mothy's returning. Let's find out if this mission is aborted. Wonderful news, Cardi Bozeman. It has been decided not to abandon the pursuit of your employment. I... was it something I said? Look, I know I have some training in the martial arts, but I swear to you I'm not violent. If anything, Kendo has taught me patience and humility. No, 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 no. You did nothing wrong, Ms. Bozeman. If anything, it shows me you know your way around a letter opener. No, I just, uh, I just needed to verify some details with my superiors. Okay, well that's good because though there's still a lot, a whole lot, I need to learn, I feel like I can excel in this position. I was only the assistant manager, but I definitely developed a keen business awareness while serving my sentence at Rackmart. And since you guys seem to deal with a interplanar clients, I feel like my experience handling the questions and complaints of seemingly extraterrestrial shoppers gives me a leg up. Undoubtedly, Ms. Bozeman. Just speaking with you for this short while has shown me how open you are to sacrificing yourself for the betterment of others. You'd make a great offering. Uh, your offerings would be a vital asset to our mission, I'm sure. Well, that's great to hear. Yes. So, what do you say? Excuse me? About the job. Do you want it? Oh, of course. Are, is the interview already over? No sense in delaying the inevitable. You're obviously a perfect fit for the role. We can discuss compensation and benefits in due time, but I just want to know you're serious in considering this job. Yes, yes, very serious. Great. Now, if you could just... If you could just sign this here for me. That's quite a lot of paper. It's going to take me some time to read through all of it. No need, no need. It's just some formality of our hiring process. It essentially states that we've met with you personally and that we've given you due consideration for the role and that you're ready to start the job and that you're prepared to sign your life away. <laughs> yes, I'm no stranger to signing my life away. That's just how I ended up at Rackmart. <laughs> yes, precisely. Um, so if I could just get your Jane Hancock right here. Okay, will do. Wonderful. Well, Connie, it's been a pleasure. It has, but I'm sure I'll be seeing you around the office. I'm afraid not. Huh? What? My God, you guys just killed Connie. Now, now, Secretary. It's subject 2496G. Whatever. What was this all about if you were just going to murder the girl? And what happened to the recording? Why has it gone black? Murder? No. As for the recording, that was me. I figured I'd pick this back up once I've gotten some lunch in me. I'm so hungry I could beat a horse. No, turn that back on. I need to see that Khan, uh, subject 24, blah, 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 is all right. Her fall will be plenty cushioned, I assure you. 
This isn't our first Romeo. This, this isn't right. Even if you haven't killed her, kidnapping is a composite crime. I don't know who you, who we work for. All right. Okay. You know what happens when you surmise, right? You make a sir out of a missy. She was provided with the contract, and she wittingly resigned her rights. I don't know how a contract binding someone to captivity will hold up in court. I'll need some time to chew on this. Speaking of chewing, I'll have the regular from Sal's. <sighs> Now hold up. Yes? You know what my regular is, right? Yes. And I'll see you tomorrow, right? Same time. Of course. <laughs> All right, then. <clears throat> Subject, 2496G, Observation Terminals, signing out. What has Connie signed herself up for? Your corporate overseer was voice acted by Frank Guglielmelli. His secretary is voice acted by Rosanna Jimeno. Connie Bozeman is voice acted by Caitlin Curtis. The receptionist is Cindy Stevens. Malthy is Daniel French. Corporate punishment is written by Stephen Chisholm. Production, sound design, and music is by Daniel French at Fishbonius Sound Design. Thank you for once again flying on the chronosphere. Until next time, keep your cosmos clean.